Welcome to the Akron Zips Club Hockey Team Podcast, where we're going to follow along the journey of your Akron Zips. On today's episode, we have Chris Ginley. Chris was with the team from 2014 to 2016 as the operations coordinator. He worked closely with the team to make sure that operations of the program and logistics worked out smoothly, including during game days, he was the head equipment manager. Uh, Chris is a great guy, has lifelong friends from the program, and we're excited to have him on the podcast. Let's get at it. Chris Ginley, how are we doing today? We're doing good, bud. Just kind of hanging out here, lazy Sunday, just kind of relaxing. Um, excited to rehash some old Akron memories. Excellent. We're happy to have you. Uh, you're a little bit of a legend here. I know I just missed you on both sides, so yeah, uh, you're going to have to catch me up on, on everything Akron within those time frames. Definitely. I know you were at, at Akron in your master's degree in sports science, I believe, from 2014 to 2017, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, finished uh, the core the core classes and coursework and stuff, but I was working for the Akron Rubber Ducks at the time, so it took me a little bit longer to finish my thesis paper, which actually ended up getting published in a academic journal um, to complete it. Obviously, that's something I didn't want to rush through and just kind of throw out willy-nilly. So, yeah, there for about three years. That's awesome. It, it was around, I believe, it was uh, expansion, relocation, and realignment of the National Hockey League. So maybe you're a perfect fit for the Seattle team. I think you need to throw in a yeah. uh, resume over there. I, I'd be, I'd be more than willing to head up to head up to the Pacific Northwest to, uh, to, um, uh, to help them out. Well, have you done so yet? I feel, I feel like uh, you're pretty much right up their alley. You probably need uh, a capologist or, or someone in operations. I'd, I'd definitely be willing to do something like that. I, uh, with all this extra time with during quarantine and stuff, probably should have thought about that before, but I think uh, I might, uh, might work on that now. Well, see, th- this is the great Akron coaching that kids get. Uh, you know, <laughs> we, we push you not too hard, but in the correct direction. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to hear about uh, your, your story, I guess, this is uh, we do with every guest. Um, you know, what brought you to Akron, maybe some memories and uh, things you really appreciated about being a part of the Akron hockey team. And, um, you know, you, you weren't so much a player and on the ice, but you, you were vital to everything around the operations uh, and operating of the program itself, which, as you know, is extremely vital uh, to gaining the skills and, and teamwork that you need after you graduate. Yeah, for sure. So. It uh, obviously started out like from the suburb of Cleveland, Rocky River. Um, I started out playing youth at Rocky River, and then I went to Winterhurst to play Bantams because I was going to go to St. Ed's. And the only thing I ever wanted to do with my life was play hockey at St. Ed's. And you're obviously from Kenton, so and coach at USC, obviously know the kind of caliber program Ed's is. The only, like I said, the only thing I ever wanted to do. Let's play hockey at St. Ed's. Uh, first tryout, we're doing some pretty simple swing drill. I'm not paying attention. I'm dicking around with the puck in my skates, and coach yells at me 10 minutes into the first tryout. And I pretty much knew right there that I got cut and that I probably won't be playing there. And so I come back the next year asking him, can I help out with, like, stats or just literally anything? 
So I go there, I start out uh, simple stuff, just, you know, film, you know, water bottles, getting the key from the locker room, stuff like that. Then uh, it just kind of progressively builds and builds more to, um, you know, fixing shoulder pads, helmets, stuff like that. Uh, Then I did JV, my it would have been my sophomore year and then junior and senior years was varsity and we won the state championship my junior year which is one of obviously one of the biggest highlights of my managerial career and then the very next year we were in the district final against Ignatius and we it was a six overtime game I'll never forget that I uh I was told to go and get us some Gatorade and stuff for the guys just to so they keep from cramping up and I get back and getting like a bunch of Gatorade for him and like 10 seconds later we score so I just got a bunch of Gatorade for nothing else and then uh next week later we lose to U.S. in double overtime in the final four so it was kind of a weird pendulum swing there and then from there I went to Kent State and was their equipment guy for five years because I uh, graduated in December and then I was still living there on my year lease in my house so I figured just help him out uh, the head coach of Kent State, his brother was a head coach at Ed, so it was kind of a good kind of go-between there. Um, went to a few national tournaments there, met a lot of good guys. Uh, actually played Akron uh, during my first senior year, and we we actually almost lost lost you guys, and we scored a few goals in the last last minute um and i'll never never forget looking over and seeing a couple of guys just get kind of uh pissed off for lack of a better phrase because we scored two goals against max miller who was having a phenomenal game that game yeah i was actually on that team and and, uh to be honest with you i believe and i still believe to this day that we were the better team um Oh yeah, I won't. Oh, yeah. I won't go into details of, of why I think we <laughs> lost that game, but I was definitely one of those ones that was angered uh, by maybe the usage of, of players. Yeah, I uh, it, it, we we won four games that year total, and two of them were against you guys. <laughs> so both both close games. Um, oh yeah, and we definitely Good. should have won at least one of those two. So that was a very oh, upsetting season for for myself personally, uh, always with a rival, and. Um, after I graduated Kent State, a buddy of mine, Kyle Alfin, uh, we have a few mutual friends, and so we kind of loosely hung out towards the tail end of my time at Kent State, and he knew I was coming to Akron, so he messaged me asking if I wanted to help out. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do literally anything. So, uh, And it was good because I lived with him, the two Hines, uh, Shane Wheatley uh, my first year, and then – uh, Barbieri and Tyler Weeks were added the second year too. So um, I was around them all day. We went to practice together. We had, I had a good little routine down for practice and games uh, stuff like that. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was definitely fun. Like just being around the rink with the guys all the time. And uh Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. And as far as I understand, um, I I know you were the head equipment manager, but I believe you did a lot more than that. I want to say you were the full-on operations coordinator, so you did a lot with helping organize travel, um, Mm -hmm. things with the league and and whatnot. So I'm curious to hear your your input and experience from maybe that side of it where 
we try to have uh, as many players as possible do that, but it's always great when we get someone like yourself who's able to take on a lot of that responsibility and make it easier on, on those guys. Yeah, like um, since Kyle was the club president and he knew that I kind of had a, a aptitude for operations and stuff like that, and that's what I wanted to do, I would uh, I set up a website. Uh, the one you guys currently have is a lot better, but I was just looking for something – simple just to get out there that makes our program look nice and professional but also you know cost effective at the same time so i did uh, i set up uh, a website on weebly um did previews and recaps for all the games i called coaches from other teams just to kind of not to do like a super in-depth interview but just to get a couple quotes for the games and then i for incoming recruits i would give them a uh, preview like kind of like the kind of like a welcome to the program kind of thing to have on the website. I did like stats, kept standings. I printed those up to put them up in the locker room. Uh, and then when we went to, uh, when we went to Florida, I had to, I helped Kyle kind of coordinate all the logistics of that. Cause uh, Florida Gulf coast paid for, I think like two nights in a hotel and the use of two big passenger vans while we were down there, but we had to, we were down there for like an extra night because of travel. So I had to help, you know, coordinate that and the tax exempt number and talk to the Southwest uh, airlines to get, you know, flight group flights and stuff. And I had to send in the, I think it's called like a manifest or whatever, like the list of everybody in our traveling party and their frequent flyer numbers and stuff like that. So I had to, I had to do that. And it was, it was a lot of work and it was a little stressful at times, but it's like the good kind of stress. It's like, yeah, and you're learning a lot uh, with that, and you know everyone uh, as they graduate thinks about how easy it is to show up to the rink and play hockey, and forgets about mm-hmm. how all those little details add up, and someone's got to do it. So that yeah. it's awesome that you were there and able to do that for the guys. Um, and mm-hmm. what was that trip like? I know the guys really enjoyed it. <laughs> it. Sounded like a lot of fun. I mean, people still talk about it till this day. It was it was absolutely awesome. Uh, I think towards right as the season or towards the, uh, the, as the season was starting up toward late summer, early school year, uh, Alfie told me that like apparently Florida Gulf coast rescue or um, uh, requested us to come down and play them. And for whatever reason in the past, the program just didn't go. Uh, then, you know, since they were a club, they had to take a vote and I'm like, and who's going to turn down, down going to Fort Myers, Fort Myers, Florida to, for, three days to play the best team. I personally think Florida Gulf Coast is probably the best team in the entirety of the ACHA D1, D2, D3, plus Fort Myers, Florida. It's awesome. I, I'm not a big fan of Florida, to be honest with you, um, but every time I go down to Naples and Southwest Florida, um, I almost don't hate it anymore. So I, I totally get that. It's a wonderful area. Yeah, it, uh, the weather was great. Uh, it was It was kind of funny because I haven't – before that flight, I haven't been on a flight since I was like two years old. And I was like 24, 25 around there. So just a little pre-flight jitters and stuff like that. And also, you know, being the equipment guy, obviously want to make sure everybody's equipment gets there. It's because it, like I said, I don't, I don't really know the whole flight, how, how pretty much flights, flights work and stuff. I didn't want somebody's gear getting sent to a different city because if they get sent to a different city, you can't play. So we're uh 
I spent the morning, we practiced Thursday morning, like usual at center ice. And then, uh, we left right from there to go up to Hopkins and, uh, I'm, you know, a little nervous. It's nervous excitement. Cause I like Florida, like going there, but obviously getting on a plane for the first time, it's all. So I was sitting at, uh, at the, we go through security and, um, that's one of the more things I was worried about. Cause, um, just, you know, just air, airport jitters and stuff. And it took, I think, like 30 seconds to go through. They just checked off a few things on my boarding pass. And then they're kind of laughing at me. It's like, is this what I was worried about for the last, like, three, four months? Like, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, um, and we, so we have like an hour and a half, two hours to kill before our flight. So I stopped at, uh, uh, we uh, stopped at one of those duty free shops just to kind of like grab a drink and, you know, something to read for the flight, whatever. And then my buddy, uh, Tyler Williams kind of poked me and there was like um, uh, like a, a plane caught on fire in Florida and I'm like oh Jesus Christ <laughs> so he was just doing that just to kind of mess with me and um, so that was one more thing I had to kind of had to worry about too uh, but once we got on the flight bags were checked everything went down there um, uh, I that's one of the other things I had to do is I had to call the people at the hotel to come pick us up in the vans at when we were on the, uh, at the airport in the passengers pickup loading zone, whatever. Yep. So RSW, we, my, one of my favorites. Yep. So we get there and it was odd. It's just the Florida humidity hit me. I'm like, this is, this is kind of hot, but it's kind of cool. It's just something different than, you know, Akron. And then, so we get in the vans, we go to the, um, we go to the, uh, hotel. We quickly make up a rooming list. Uh, and then, so we're just kind of sitting, relaxing in the hotel, uh, about to go to dinner. And then our coach, Bill Humard, comes in. I sent him to the, the itinerary. I sent him, I sent him to a, a La Quinta Inn where we were staying, but one that was like half an hour out of the way. So we had to go a half hour in the complete opposite direction, find out it wasn't the right La Quinta, and then go half hour in the right direction to come get to come get his key. So I. He he was a little a little pissed off, but I figured, what the hell? That's the worst thing that happens so far this trip. Did all the gear get down there safely? Yep, all the gear did. All the water bottles did. Uh, tape, sticks, everything. Uh, um, actually, the the before we played, Florida Gulf Coast D three team played, and they were playing Central Florida, and our locker rooms were right next to each other. And Josh Porter put his stick out in between our locker rooms, and I, I think one of the UCF players stole his stick right before our game. Um, and I went there the next night, and they said, they all, we didn't know anything about it. Uh, and they just kind of walked away. So I actually just thought of that right this second. Uh, so it was like 150 bucks down the drain for Josh, which sucks. But, I mean, it is what it is. That's why you have two. Yeah, and then um... – Got back okay as well, and then uh, what are you up to these days? I, yeah. I want to say you're Rocky River, or are you still doing that? Yeah, once, yeah. Once uh, you graduated uh, from Akron and, and moved back up towards Cleveland. Yeah, I knew the coach, uh, Chris Kogan, and he calls me one day asking if I want to help if I want to help out, and I'm like, yeah, sure. I explained to him what I did for Kent, Akron, and Eds, and it worked out perfectly. We were a really, really good team. Um, uh, want to share the division title my first year. Then we get upset in the Baron Cup, uh, the first year, which 
we completely overlooked Cleveland Heights and we scored two goals in the first minute and a half thinking this is going to be a blowout. And we end up losing 3-2. So, but we ended up winning the Baron Cup, winning it all next year. And I'm, as I'm sure you know, someone who's played in big Baron Cup games, those games can get, you know, intense and nerve-wracking. Something about that rink that just uh, – it I it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite place to manage a hockey game, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's a pretty simple rink. There's not too much. Everything's uh, easy to get to from a mm-hmm. – team standpoint so i, I, I feel you're you're I, sh- I share that with you definitely yeah um then obviously with everything going on right now haven't really got a whole lot of clearance on the season or whatever but uh i like it because i feel like a kind of like what i did at Akron. i feel a connection with the the kids connection with the the athletic directors the coaches the parents everything like it it, it's one big family and everybody it's it's just a fun group of people to be around just like uh just like at akron like um you always know you can go and you know just talk to them grab a bite to eat at team dinners stuff like that it's uh that's one of the big similarities that i really liked about uh, akron and rocky river yeah, so I'm trying to think about who's still at Akron from your time. Obviously, Cookie is. So maybe uh, talk a little bit about um, his influence and, and just maybe some of the things you saw and liked, didn't like, or uh, floors open. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm down. With. <laughs> I uh, obviously I never met. I didn't know who he was. I recognized him from the one time I was at Kent and we played you guys. Uh, I saw him there, and he really tried to include me in everything up to the actual playing of the game. Like, uh, he corrected my grammar multiple times. And the first, when he did it the very first time, my first, uh, like, one of my first practices, I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh. That's, that's oh, just him, yeah. That's what he's talking about. And I, uh, every morning practice, Tuesday, Thursday morning practice, we got, Center Ice gave us, like, free coffee mainly for like me, uh, cookie every, every morning I had to get him his coffee. Um, and then practice could be like, could go on like, like normal. So it was me, cookie. I got some for bill and then often cause he drove me every time. So that was one of my big duties, getting cookie his coffee every morning. Gosh, he's a, he, yeah, he loves his coffee. big time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a coffee yeah. drinker myself, so I don't, I don't appreciate it. Uh, like most do, but oh man, I, I've seen some people that have that dependence. You got to get mm-hmm. them their coffee just to get them, yeah, right between the ears. I like, I usually like one just to kind of wake me up, so to speak. But every now and then, I would get uh, more than one, and I'd be all wiry and jittery the rest of the day, and I wouldn't like it. But I mean, as long as Cookie got his coffee, he was happy. Yeah, I remember there was a there was a coach. <laughs> I want to say it was like Sag. Cookie and I forget who else, but that that was their thing. They all three had their coffees. I think it was Chandler. Placed it right next mm-hmm. to each other, and then every once in a while, someone would accidentally turn it into a spitter and drink that. It no good. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. It's funny. Yeah, so that was always good. And then, did you ever do any games down at the queue? We did. My we played Cleveland State. It was the last game of the semester uh, of my first year. And it was the third time playing Cleveland State. We they, we lost to them twice, 
uh, going into or like you know leading up to that game, and we ended up beating them six three. Uh, it was that that was awesome. I mean, just playing at the Q, obviously knowing that the monsters get to play there like right after your game, and hanging out with the guys celebrating a big victory. We went and I think we went and got a right after we you know showered, change, and we're kind of celebrating our victory. We went to uh, one of the restaurants in downtown. It was nice to have a nice little team meal, watch a watch a nice pro hockey game, and you know hang out with the boys after to end a end a long long but fun first semester there. Yeah, that that's awesome, man. Glad you had a great experience at Akron. It seems like you got some some lifelong friends out of it as well, and meeting Kyle beforehand. Mm-hmm. So that's that's great to hear. Is there any uh, anything you kind of took away from Akron that you continue to use to this day? Really, just uh, kind of like a, the friendship and brotherhood that aspect that I got to it. Like I've been to uh, like. Both Heinz weddings, been to Bernie's wedding. I'm scheduled to go to Cox and Barbie's, so we're going to to just maintaining that like friendship and brotherhood after leaving college. And we obviously don't see each other as much as we do now, as we used to. But uh, whenever we whenever we get together, where it's 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 just fun. I know it's a simple word to say, but it's kind of like invigorating too. Just as oh, I haven't seen one of my good buddies. Uh, in a long time so you know it's good to see uh what are you up to hanging out how's your wife fiance girlfriend stuff like that so just the the brotherhood brotherhood aspect is the thing that i like the most about it that's awesome so so you know goes to show uh those relationships last i mean how how's your wife i guess or how's your girlfriend we we gotta ask you the Uh, same questions yeah, I uh, well, I'm not married. Um, it was kind of a running joke how long it would be until I actually got a significant other. But I just started dating uh, this girl Nicole uh, mid-May. Um, haven't really been able to go a lot of places or do a lot of things. Uh, but um, you know, we see each other as much as we can. We work pretty much opposite opposite work schedules. So it's kind of hard to kind of link up and stuff, but um, it's it's going good. It's going good. I like it. She an Akronite as well? She is, yeah, but I did not, like, once we first started talking, she told me she went to Akron for a little bit. Um, I think it was, like, supply chain management uh, was one of the things, or was the thing that she went there for. And apparently, I think we were there, like, we overlapped one year, and I had, obviously, had no idea who she was, but... It was cool. We kind of talk about spots in Akron, areas around Akron, the you know Summit County area. So, um, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of cool that we work, have have that in common too. That's cool. So, what what are your, some of your favorite spots in Akron? I mean, I have mine. I, I mean, I love Lock Three in the winter, after hours pond hockey and, and the like. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Luigi's uh, for dinner. But uh, yeah, give me give me some of your favorite spots. There was a couple a couple little restaurants, Diamond Deli on Main Street. Phenomenal. Oh, they have very, very good sandwiches. And the guys there are nice, too. It's The lines can get a bit long, but they work through pretty good. And then I like um, Wally Waffle was good, too. And then there was a Mr. Zubs, I think it was called, uh, also on in the, on the uh, Highland Square area that has a lot of really good food. We went there a few times for, like, uh, pregame meals, which kind of, kind of made me curious that, like, I mean, it's not the healthiest – stuff to eat but it's it's good and they have to play a game in a few hours i just have to like stand there and make sure nobody sticks break or anything so but hey i didn't have to play so and i enjoyed my sandwich thoroughly so it was up so 
That's I, that's I, funny you I, say I something know. like that about bad food. Crosby uh, used to eat glazed donuts back when he played at Shattuck St. Mary's. So really? it goes to show if he can do it, we should start maybe putting glazed donuts in our locker room. That's true. Yeah, I, 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 always, um, I always wanted that when I played. We never got to that point, but I thought that was something we should have done. Oh, it's definitely working out for him, it seems. So like I, you said, I think he upgraded his, his diet, but uh, yeah, <laughs> shaking my head. <laughs> Got to start somewhere. Exactly. Well, this was a lot of fun, Chris. I'm glad uh, we could connect here and get on the call. Uh, any last things you want to talk about? The floor is yours. Otherwise, I'll uh, let you get on with your day here, and we'll get you published here soon. I um, other really, I'm just really excited to to see the integration of the alumni in the program and stuff. I can't wait for the next uh, alumni game. Um, and just kind of see what the, just kind of really like how the current programs reaching out to the alumni and bring integrating them back into the program so we can kind of develop you know those lasting bonds friendships relationships and connections too absolutely like he says it's all about connections absolutely we're doing the best that we can i know rocky river has some quality players that uh yeah. need to come back yeah. from here soon so i think yeah. you need to get on your high horse with uh recruiting as well so yeah. you need to make sure that those guys are heading our direction not anywhere else I'll, I'll i'll put in a good word to make sure make sure they don't go anywhere i believe there's a kid i'm trying to remember his name matt stuber is, is that what it might be maddie stuber yeah big 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 defenseman with a really hard shot he's still in because he has an older brother and i don't want to get him confused yeah, Teddy. Teddy was. Yeah, Teddy's cap. huge. Yeah, and Maddie's going to be a senior this year. Well, there you're, you got your Akron marching <laughs> order. Okay, I'll shoot him a text right after this. So, perfect. Sounds good. Well, <laughs> thanks again, Chris. Really appreciate the time. I know we enjoyed you at Akron. Excited to continue to have you a part of the alumni association and being a part of the team where where we can get you involved. Awesome. Thanks, man. This was great. Can't wait to uh, make it down to a game soon. Sounds great. See you later, Chris. Go Zips. Right. Go Zips. What a great episode with Chris. Very nice young man who's now up in Rocky River in the Cleveland area. Doing great things there as well. I'm glad he really enjoyed his time at Akron. He has a lot of friends from there. He's been at multiple weddings. So it's, it's great to see all the alumni sticking together and having those friendships that, that go beyond just the ice rink. So, again, if you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, favorite, follow on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and we're excited to get the season going. Uh, we finally have the dates for training camp, so we're already planning for the next season. And we're pretty much done with scheduling as well. So excited to get it going. Hopefully COVID doesn't uh, rear its head here, but uh, at the end of the day, we have only so many things we can control and we've got a great start and a great community that is continuing to build. Uh, reach out to us if you haven't already. We're happy to hear from you. And especially if you're an alumni, we'd love to get you on the podcast at some time and continue to make you a part of the program. Go Zips! <laughs>